This is my theme song. It's not very good and it's not very long. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Colleen Can, a podcast where I, Colleen, can do whatever I want because it's my podcast. And that's that. That's the long and short of it. Thank you for tuning in. I apologize. It's been a few weeks since my last episode. If you are following chronologically in real time, I have been... Well, okay, first of all, I've been super grateful and excited and humbled and inspired by the fact that I actually have listeners. That blows my mind, and I think it is so amazing. So thank you. Thank you. I really didn't think that that many people would be interested in listening to this podcast. It was more so a project for myself to help me get my creativity flowing again after what feels like many years of sort of suppressing it and trying to find an outlet into it. I ultimately feel that, you know, I've taken classes and I've worked with other people and tried to do a lot of different things. And it's not that I haven't been successful, quote unquote, in those situations, but I feel like I don't know what my voices and why I want to be creative and what drives me to create. Um, life is just so massive. The human experience is absolutely wild. And that is something that both inspires me and depresses me. I think that's a challenge that I face often is walking that fine line between being depressed by the wide, you know, just the the massivity, if that's a word, of humanity and this planet Earth that we inhabit, there are so many individual people experiencing the same thing, completely different things, absolute joy and happiness, and on the opposite side of the spectrum, you know, pure loss, devastation, you know, just scorched earth essence and then everything in between and it is so overwhelming when you're a very sensitive person because everything comes in at you know a hundred and it's hard for me to stand at the end of the day and know this is what I believe and this is what I think and be hard and fast about anything because 
I can see so many different sides and facets of almost any situation. And that's very overwhelming and takes me down a lot and makes it really hard for me to put anything out into the world because I'm like, well, what's the point? You know, it's just shouting into the void. But at the same time, because the world is so expansive and the human experience is so radically different for each individual person. And what if we could, you know, we can have sympathy, we can have empathy, but we never really will know what it is like to walk in another person's shoes unless we have an opportunity, you know, to get close to every single person. And even then, you have to consider, I mean, even my closest friends, I'm sure there's a lot of things I don't know about them. My partner and I have been together for, you know, four and a half years at this point, And almost every day, there's something new that I learn about him. So, you know, it's just wild. It blows my mind. And it is so hard to just get through every day because ever since I was, you know, 15, 16, this is what I have been consumed by. And I don't know if everyone experiences that. I mean, obviously, everyone, I think it's maybe fair to say, everyone struggles to make sense of their experience of the human existence and the human condition and then also you have to consider just completely different cultures and religions. And, you know, I know what it is like to be an American, but even to be an American in different states, you know, is different. Even to be Canadian, you know, there's a line in the sand, quote unquote. <laughs> Don't quote me on that, LOL. Um, but, you know, there's a line in the sand and it's like, here's America. And oh, now you're in Canada. Completely different situations over there, completely different way of life, completely different culture, completely different language. Wild. And we're just supposed to wake up in the morning and eat a healthy breakfast that we bought at the grocery store and get in our little cars and go to our little jobbies and do our little work and come home and have our little dinner and watch, you know, TV and do our little hobbies to make sense of whatever the fuck is going on in the world. And then we go to bed and we wake up and we do the same thing again the next day. And the vast majority of people do all of that while worrying about money and healthcare and you know, providing for their families. And then on top of that, there's the overarching desire of humanity to, you know, leave some sort of, to leave something behind. You know, I'm sure that's not true of everyone, but I feel like most people, and maybe this is how we're raised as well, can impact this, but we're driven to 
succeed and we want to be something. You know, everybody wants to be something. I think that's why we're always, you know, everyone I feel like is always saying, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. What is there to do other than to live it? No one knows what they're doing with it. We didn't necessarily ask for it. We just got fucking plopped here in these shelves, <laughs> you know, these bodies. We don't know why we're here and we're never gonna know. And I think you have to derive your own meaning. You know, you have to find your own mission statement, so to speak. Like you have to find what it is that makes you feel everything and find a way to do something positive with that. And I think a lot of people, I would hope, want to help people. You know, doctors, nurses, scientists, service industry people, teachers, therapists, and all those people. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. The majority of jobs, careers, are, you know, of service to people in one way or another. But at the same time, we're so caught up in our own experience of the world. It's challenging. You can't take on a lot for every person you meet. You know what I mean? Like I, I work in a cafe, a coffee shop. And at the moment, I've had a lot of careers at this point. And I interact with hundreds of people a day. I don't have the bandwidth or the fucking time to get to know every Tom, Dick, and Harry and Maddie and Katie who cross my path. You know, a lot of people. I try to connect with everyone on some level, you know, in that moment to either make them laugh or if they seem like they, you know, don't want to talk to someone and they just want me to shut the fuck up, then I just shut the fuck up. You know, I try to cater myself <laughs> to have a positive impact on these people or at the very least, you know, make their day not weirder or worse. But I can't get to know every one of these people realistically the cool thing about that this job in that aspect is that it provides me the opportunity to get to see so many different kinds of people and all these people you know everybody's there for their coffee but everybody has a different taste everybody likes different things everybody you know, is on their way to their different job and, you know, they're texting their partner, you know. All these people are just living life to the fullest and it's paralyzing sometimes when you think about it. And I think about it a lot. And I think that that's always been 
a quote-unquote problem of mine. I mean, hey, I've been in therapy for a long-ass fucking time. So I'm very self-aware, I would hope, at this point. I mean, again, I'm wrapped up in my own fucking experience, too. Like, as much as, you know, I'm affected by other people... I have my head up my own ass, you know, like I'm thinking about my own shit, even though I'm obsessing over, you know, the scope of humanity. I'm also like, ah, no one likes me. What am I doing with my life? You know, so I'm in my own lane, too. I don't know where I'm going with all of this. I guess I'm just thinking out loud because I've been having a hard time recording, you know, a new episode to put something out into the world because I struggle with, you know, what's the point? What do I have that, you know, this person over here, they deserve to have, you know, a platform, I hate that word, a place, a space to air their grievances, (laughs) And, you know, maybe hopefully be heard. And it's like, what do I have to say that's so special or, you know, funny or cool or clever or important, you know? I'm just some, you know, privileged white bitch from the Midwest who's had, you know, a lot of life experiences, but that doesn't, (laughs) none of those things make me special. Um, I was watching um, Inventing Anna recently, and there's a scene where the, you know, one of the primary characters, the female reporter, is giving birth And her husband, you know, she doesn't want to push. She wants to give up. And her husband tells her, you're not special. And she, that's what motivates her to, you know, give birth successfully. Is She's like, I'm not special. I'm not fucking special. I'm not special. And yes, we are all special. But there's something about, like, I loved that that motivated her instead of crushing her. You know, you would anticipate that that would have that effect, but it's in a way that is freeing. It's like, I'm not special, and yet I am. We are all special, you know? And so that's why we're not. (laughs) Twisted logic. But yeah, every single fucking person I don't know how many people there are on this planet because I don't fuck with numbers my brain does not work that way I know there's a lot of people I'm gonna say billions billions of people on the planet and every single one of those people is special so you are special I'm special we are all special and so therefore We are not special. You know what I mean? And that's sort of a freeing feeling because then it's like, 
Yeah, everything, the stakes are like so high for everything, for everyone all the time that nothing matters and that can be freeing. I feel like for a long time I've taken life too seriously and because of that I've wanted to escape life. You know, I think that's a reason why anyone, including myself, uses substances, you know, even just having a few beers or like smoking a joint or whatever, it gives us sort of a reprieve from the onslaught of reality, which just feels like an avalanche crushing you all the time. And it, you know, kind of lightens that load a little so we can feel a little more free to just be without any of the shit that's been put in our brains by society and the media and our parents. And, you know, every single person we meet leaves some sort of imprint or can leave some sort of an imprint on us, I would say. And if you spend your entire life letting those things determine your life, or determine who you choose to be and the choices you make, then I think you're doing a disservice to yourself. I know that I've spent a lot of time, like I said, I've been in therapy a long time. And I think I've spent a long time hanging on to the past and not fixating, but it took me a long time to process a lot of things that happened to me in my adolescence and in my college experience, you know, years, especially, um, because I thought that I wanted to go into art because I saw human connection and feelings and storytelling and sort of a portal into all these different lives that I spend a lot of my life thinking about and worrying about and obsessing about or being crushed by the weight of all those things. And... I think you have to feel things to heal things and you have to take time to process those things. But at a certain point, once you've done that, the next step is to move on. And to move on, you have to let go. Because if you continue to live in the past and you continue to ruminate on these things and let these things control you in a sense. How long can that last? I don't want, you know, these people, I would say honestly, primarily it was teachers or professors that I had that affected my own vision of myself or my 
creativity and my, you know, reasons that I got inspired and wanted to create and do, you know, these artistic pursuits or whatever the fuck in the first place. I felt I was robbed of that by these people's behavior and it made me feel like I was unworthy and like I was like fighting to prove something and there was an event recently that kind of made me think about all these things because it was well there were two events both of them were honoring people that were uh, teachers in my life um, when I was in high school and when I was in college, respectively. And both of them had been in their roles for an extremely long time. Tons of people, you know, love these people, admire them, um, you know, rightfully so wanted to honor them in their work. And I do think, regardless of how I feel, both of these people deserve to be, you know, appreciated, validated commended for their work and the impact that they've had on so many people's lives. And honestly, I can't really decide at the end of the day whether I think that I love these people or I hate them. It's like the topic is too hot, so I just don't even want to go there. I don't even want to reach for it because I'm not sure where I'm going to land. And one of these events I was going to go to and I ended up deciding that I didn't know how I felt about it, but I didn't feel like I wanted to go. And I decided to honor that feeling because what I normally would do is be like, well, people are expecting me to go and it's the right thing to do and it's the nice thing to do. It's the polite thing to do. You know, I can network there with people in the community, whatever. But I didn't feel like I wanted to go. And I just decided that I didn't have to. And the world will go on turning. It doesn't mean that I'm a bad person to just decide that today I'm moving on. I don't want to rip that Band-Aid off. I don't want to look at it. I am allowed to just move on. And if I want to go back and visit it again, I can. But for now, I don't want to do it. And that's okay. The other event... I ended up attending because I was going with a friend and it was, you know, a longer back sort of reunion and neither of us was sure who would be there. And I was more curious to see how I would feel in that situation because that was like my high school theater situation, you know. So that takes me way back to like little Colleen big dreams, like the seeds of inspiration and so much of who I am being sown into me. And I've never been able to decide whether I, as I said, I've never been able to decide how I felt about either of these um, sort of like teacher teachers of mine. Um, and it was so beautiful to hear it was sort of like a ceremony honoring different teachers 
um, or students who had contributed to the arts in the school. And it was so beautiful and inspiring to hear these teachers who had been, you know, teaching art and painting and drama and music for 30 plus years in this high school and inspiring and changing the lives of so many kids. And even though these people, you know, their teachers, they're like, LOL, get me the fuck out of here to some extent, you know, I'm sure these kids push their buttons and it's not the easiest job in the world. I think teachers are extremely strong people um, with big hearts usually as well. And even 30 years later, these artists are so inspired and joyful and they look back and it was amazing to hear the stories and the lives that were changed by these people. And they were changed as well. And that is what is truly valuable in life. Not the only thing, but that's one of the things. Wealth, fame, celebrity, you know, fucking pop culture, TV, and whatever. That stuff is important in some aspects. No, I'm going to take that back. TV is important. (laughs) But celebrity and, like, pop culture, wealth, fame, like, billionaires can all get fucked. That means nothing. What is, like, you know, talked about on, like, E! And shit like that, that is not what is valuable in this world and in this life. Human connection and care, what we can do for each other and, you know, what the world, honestly, the fucking earth can do for us. Like, I'm looking out the window right now, and it is beautiful out there. The sky is blue. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. People are out enjoying life, and it's beautiful. And I want more of that, you know? When Stephen Sondheim passed away... In this past year, I believe. I, of course, like everyone, probably went back and, you know, revisited some of my favorite songs of his and explored some new ones. And one of the ones that stuck with me the most and that I had a full on sob fest to was Move On from the musical Sunday in the Park with George. And it is just, I'm going to read just some of these lyrics.
Look at what you want, not at where you are, not at what you'll be. Look at all the things you've done for me. Opened up my eyes, taught me how to see, notice every tree, understand the light, concentrate on now. Stop worrying if your vision is new. Let others make that decision. They usually do. You keep moving on. Look at what you've done, then at what you want, not at where you are. Anything you do, let it come from you, then it will be new. Give us more to see. That shit is beautiful. That shit is beautiful. <sighs> that shit is for real. Maybe I'll like insert a little clip of that, but I don't know if I'm allowed to like play things on here. So I don't know about the legalities. But yes, I guess this has been a follow along meditation on life um, and humanity. I just am finally feeling that the overwhelming stimulation of the human experience in our own personal, you know, journeys. And then the understanding that every other person on earth has those same experiences. Once I can just move on, then I can be free to just be and focus on what actually matters. instead of being held back by focusing on, you know, what hurt me and what happened to me and what made me feel invalid and why, just moving on and healing from that and letting it go. And now the future is mine the possibilities are endless, you know, think of what you want, not of where you are. It's all right there. I don't know if this has made any sense. I really hope it has. It's hard to express something's things that feels so huge, it's almost impossible to explain or describe and put in words. And I'm trying very hard. I hope that some of it is making sense. But I'm just trying to be honest because I just want to fucking not care anymore because what I want to do is have those memories and have those experiences that these teachers were talking about. I want to connect and change and be changed. And 
I can't do that if I'm so scared that I'm not special enough or good enough, you know? At some point, you just have to move on. You have to stop worrying if your vision is new. Because you can let others make that decision. They usually do. Stephen Sondheim was really onto something, people. All of his music is amazing. If you've never listened to it, even if you just listen to like the highlight reel, he was there is someone who was able to connect people around shared experiences of humanity in such a beautiful way. And that is what it is about people. That is not specifically what I want, but that energy, that vibe. Because he was so right about so many things. And think of all the people that he touched. Millions, that's for sure. And when you think about all the people that, you know, died before him, whose lives he impacted. Again, it's massive. One little drop is small, but it does start a ripple. What determines how far that ripple goes, I guess. I mean, I'm sure there's science to that, but I'm being more like metaphorical here. I don't know. So anyway, that's that. That's this week's episode. I needed to, I guess, spend some time pondering that to get to this point to release this episode and move on with, you know, what's next, which I will continue. I mean, I think an important thing about this is that it's very like transparent and raw, but at the same time, I do want to try more. Um, and I need to try more because the just um, the not trying is lame and it's also boring and it's also predictable and it's also um, just makes me feel like a really like self-involved douchebag and that is the opposite of what I want to feel or what I want to present to the world. Um, although maybe I am, like I said, I have my head on my ass. What can I say? Um, so yeah, I'm not special, but we are all special and so are you, but you're not special. Don't forget it. Thank you for tuning in. I will be back in, you know, not this Friday that is coming up, but the one after that, I will be back on schedule because we're battening down the hatches and we're doing this damn thing. Because we can do hard things.
because Colleen can do anything and so can you. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate your support and I hope that you found something in this episode that you connected with and if not, then I'm sorry? Question mark? I'm not sure how I feel, but I guess I'm sorry if, no, I mean, whatever. I don't know. That's just your vibe, and I respect your vibe is all I can say. If you don't like me, then I respect your vibe. You don't have to like me because I'm not special. What a mind fuck. It's a circle. That's the circle of life is just like the mind fuck of it all constantly. Thank you for tuning in. What light topics will I tackle next? Clearly, I'm excelling. So maybe I'll talk about death or the afterlife. Or maybe I'll just do a cover of Rio by Duran Duran, except I'll change it to B.O. and make it a song about getting stinky at work. What will happen? Tune in to find out. Thank you again so much. I really do appreciate every, you know, single person who even contemplates listening to this podcast. And good luck out there. Those who are about to go on with life, I salute you. Have a good one. Bye. This is my theme song. It's not very good and it's not very long.